Are you ready to have a rockin' little Christmas? <laughs> I already did. <laughs> we just had one. Yeah, we did. A nice two-hour rockin' Christmas. A little time travel, a, little, a lot of music, a lot of music. Um, yeah, we had our second time traveling movie. It's like back to back. Yeah, but I mean, it's different. It's different because you're not really interacting with the past. So is it technically time travel, or you know, I mean, if you want to get into the nitty gritty of it, you're going back in time, but you're not interacting. So does that count as time travel? Mm. I mean, it's like what you were saying about the photograph. She's essentially looking at a photograph. Yeah, it's a type of time travel. A type of time. Different, okay. but yeah. All right. Well, welcome, guys, to It's Technically Romance. This is Hamilton. And I'm Stephanie. Where we take a look at Hallmark movies from the viewpoint of a cynical cinephile. And a hopeless romantic. And tonight we're taking a look at a Nashville Christmas Carol. I mean, right off the bat, I was a little concerned. I'm I'm not going to lie. I was a little concerned. (laughs) Why were you so concerned? I was just thinking about the Nashville. You know, I looked it up. With with West Brown, let's just get it, let's just get it off right off the bat. I love West Brown, great guy. Think he's awesome in these. Lately, they've been putting with Kelly Pickler. Not a fan of Kelly Pickler. Do not like her in any of these movies. As an actress. Oh yeah, as an actress. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I don't know her as a person. We don't hang out. No, uh, but she's a good she's a good singer. Like she could have been oh, one yeah, of yeah. like the singers on the. Yes, but I just I don't like her in these Hallmark movies, and West Brown has done two with her. And so, has he? Oh yeah, he did the sequel. What was the first one? The first one was the one before the sequel. So there's the Christmas at Graceland. Did he do the sequel? No. The sequel was two totally different. And this movie actually has nothing to do with those. Oh, that's right. No, he wasn't in we the sequel. We thought, that's what was your concern. We thought that this movie was going to be like a trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> this was going to be the third. So we were wondering if his character was going to be the same one. Because it almost... Uh, the Kelly Pickler one. It felt like the same character to me. But no, those are called something Christmas else. at Graceland. Yeah, Christmas at Graceland. Oh, right. So this the one is with not the, the guy from uh, Entourage was in the, the sequel. Yeah, this is just in Nashville. And Graceland's actually not in Nashville. It's I thought in Memphis. Memphis yeah. yeah, but I, it's all in Tennessee. Christmas in Tennessee is, yeah. what we're, is the series of what it's called. I thought there was a sequel to Christmas at Graceland. No, there get, is. Where they get but... married. We just took a break and I looked it up because it was driving me crazy. <laughs> There is a second movie called Wedding at Graceland, which is not the sequel. Well, technically, it is the sequel to Christmas at Graceland. But there's another movie called Christmas at Graceland 2, which stars an entirely different cast. So Wedding at Graceland is the sequel. So all that's to say is, all that's to say, Wes Brown, whom I, I really enjoy in these movies, I was a little bit concerned. We were both concerned. They well, had the, we never saw The Wedding. We've never seen I it. didn't even I know need this to movie it. existed. <laughs> I, I am actually really impressed that you knew Thank that. You. I heard rumors. I've, I've heard I rumors of this. I think because we were just so, we just were not fans of the first one. No, it was not so good. I, it was not even on my radar to right. even know there was a sequel. Well, we, we have to see it. We have to see it. We need to do both of them again. <laughs> do we? <laughs> I think so. But all that's to say is, that was a really long way to say that we were worried about this movie because of <laughs> the Tennessee theme going into it. But. You know, I mean, Wes Brown, he's good. I don't know this, the, the actress, what is her name who stars in this with him? You do. No, I don't, I don't know her Jessie name. Schramm. She was in Country at Heart, Country. which we oh. did review. Which oh, we it's were, a girl. She had like a different hair. She had like red hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, so that was another. We were not the best fans of that film either. Oh my God, I really so liked her in we, this movie. Yes, she... <laughs> 
she. We're I learning all I've, sorts of stuff tonight. I've guys. only seen her in two other movies, so I've I've come to learn. Yeah. Jesse Shram. She just needs a good script and a good scene partner, and she's really good at humor. And she's great. I loved her in this movie. Yeah. Like I, I was. I didn't even think of Country at Heart. Like she. I know she did really well. I was very very impressed. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I just feel like I'm, I'm learning a lot. I'm growing a lot tonight. <laughs> this is really good. This is really good. So all this, obviously, Wes Brown and... Jesse Schramm. Jesse Schramm. Two main leads. You know, I mean, let's let's get into it. Let's dive right in with the plot. Let's dive right into the plot. So you liked this movie. Well, do you want to do the review now? Let's do the review. Let's, let's, start, let's start it off. Let's start off with the review. Well, I can do the Before plot. Before we even get into the plot, let's... I want to tell you what I thought about this movie. Okay. I like this movie. I like this movie a lot. I thought it was... It was really weird. Um, it was funny. It was kooky. There were some things that didn't make a lot of sense in the plot. A lot of things didn't make a lot of sense in the plot. Um, but you know, since you know, I love the technical things. Technically, it was done. It was beautiful. It was it was shot well. Um, we'll get into all the little technical things here and there. But yeah, I actually like this movie, and we watched it a second time. So I would definitely watch it again. I'd pop this on. I'd watch it. You would watch it again, just like full, not even like in the background. Yeah, it's a down. Yeah, that's a down. If I, I might like answer some emails, have it on. Oh, like, whoa. You didn't like it that much, huh? No, I did enjoy <laughs> it. I don't know if I'd watch it again, like, you know, the music, I have though. to go the music? and watch it. But if it were playing, it was, there were really funny parts in yeah. it. Um, and I, I love Wes Brown. So yeah, that I think that I would watch it again, but I wouldn't run to like find it on tv or anything but a background definitely so i like this one better than you do wow that's crazy this is the this is the first time this has happened this year <laughs> is I, I like a movie better than you do <laughs> i still i really liked it i know but I, i'm just saying i would sit down yeah. and watch it i would sit down and watch it hot cocoa marshmallows in the cocoa feet up it would yeah. be a good time it didn't have as much romance as i would have liked but well, well, well it's like friend's own city yeah. Population well, West we'll, Brown. Well, uh, let's, uh, <laughs> let's do a plot. So go ahead and lead us out on that plot. Okay. This is... I was, was going to say, I was going to say, there's, there's a lot, lot here. I did my best. I hope you, I hope you read Dickens recently. I did my best. So Vivian is a music producer in Nashville. Well, time, I already have a problem with this. <laughs> I think she's actually a director. They call her a producer and her boss was an executive producer but I think she's actually the director. Well, it seems like she wants to be directing, but the write-up on Hallmark says she's a producer, so I, I think the write-up's like wrong, because there's no other person on the set. Well, she's both, I think. I think she's literally directing. Yeah. But go ahead. So, sorry, sorry. I want to interrupt again. Okay. But she's the director. Okay. So Vivian is a music producer slash director. Oh, that's good. I like that. In Nashville, and is working on the big country music live special. Which isn't live. She... <laughs> She is a workaholic and seems to have issues with compromise. Gavin is a music manager and her childhood friend, whom she had a falling out with. They reconnect for the music special, and things get a little crazy when Vivian finds a magical music box mm -hmm. that leads her through a Christmas carol-esque journey with the ghosts of Christmas past and present, showing her important moments that will change the course of her future 
and lead her back to making time for what's important and realizing her true feelings for Gavin. That's great. I think you did a great job. That, that's a hard movie to a, do. That was like a big run-on sentence. No, for real, yeah. that, that's a very hard movie to do because there's a lot going on here. Can you be... So you mentioned Gavin being a manager, a music manager. He only has one client. How does how does that work? I don't I don't know. I don't know any music managers. For twelve years. Twelve years. He's one only client. gotten one client. Yeah, I thought that was you know, he's That's Gavin. I guess That's Gavin. <laughs> I guess she is just so big that she makes him enough money. Well is she like the Taylor Swift? So it'd be like if Taylor Swift had one manager and that manager was managing Taylor Swift, that's all you would need, I guess. So maybe she is I guess. the golden goose. <laughs> but I think you would strive to want more to like grow a I mean, I would, I would assume so. But he does say that he also, they joke that he moonlights as a party event planner, planner yeah. and he does all sorts of stuff. But I think like just for his mm. client. It's, he almost said clients. She, I know you, you wanted to say she clients. She keeps him busy. Well, his client is, she actually is a famous country is singer. She? I, I See, I don't know any of these people, so all through it, I was like, Who's, is this person famous? Is I don't really famous? listen to country music a lot, but you know, I know a lot of them, so I don't like ritually listen to country music. Ritually listen to it? I don't what does that habitually mean? listen to Christmas music. Light some candles, <laughs> get your Hank Williams altar out. That's how, that's how you it's ritual. a ritual. Once a year, I decide <laughs> I'm going to listen to country music on this day. She, Sarah Evans is her name. And Which I knew her that? right away. Which She's Belinda. She okay. is Gavin's client. She plays Belinda in the movie, right. but her real name is Sarah Evans. And she, she good? She, She's a famous, well, you heard her singing. Yeah, I thought what she was it? good. Yeah, that's her singing. <laughs> that's her. But is she famous? Like, is she known? Like, if I go down the yeah, street? Yeah, I mean, I knew her right away when I saw her. I was like, oh, that's Sarah Evans. Okay. First time acting? As far as I know. I thought she did good. Yeah. The other little girl, the blonde, yeah. I did not know her. So if she is a new... I don't really know new country. Well, these kids. You know, I don't know what the kids are doing. Yeah. They're Fortnite dances and stuff. I don't get it. Well, that's different than country music, but <laughs> yes. So she must be... I'm assuming she's a famous new... What if she's not? What if they the just threw in some wave? random person to make us feel out of place, to make us think like, think oh man. she might be. I, did, I didn't do a whole lot of She was a good singer, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe she was like someone on The Voice or something. I don't know. Oh. No, she's, we should have looked we it should, up. Yeah. She's probably really famous and we just... We're just old. <laughs> That's what well, no, we don't really, we don't listen to country music. So. We're not hip. Unless it's like old school country yeah, i do love old school country music this isn't a country music podcast though. no <laughs> thank but god it, but if anybody wants to talk about hank williams you call god. me up i'll talk to you about hank williams so we have our two we have our two main leads there is a friendship that dates back to when they were about 10 years old we'll say maybe longer we're not mm -hmm. sure so i you know before we get into the romance technical i i have to say i have a real problem with this idea of Gavin going off for 12 years and them not talking at all. Like that, it just, it seems really strange. Well, that I... Was, that was my biggest problem with this movie is that that didn't make sense to me. Talk to me, talk to me about your feelings. No, I mean, I was just like, wow. So this is like Hallmark's biggest... Conflict. Conflict yeah. they've ever done. I thought about that. I thought you about You know it. how we are like, man, they don't talk for days. Yeah. These two kids didn't talk... For 12 years. For 12 years. She ignored his phone calls. She even said she ignored his phone calls for 12 years. 
How do you do that for someone that's supposedly your best friend? For And they've known each other since they were 10. And all over a little hiccup. Yeah. I found that hard to believe, too, that they wouldn't have spoken at all about it since Or even then. DMs, slide into the DMs, maybe one drunk night. I don't know. Like, to me, maybe a year later, you kind of... Get, get over, over it. it when your career starts taking off yeah it's not like nothing happened with no. her career and she you know ended up homeless or something she i went dark <laughs> well i'm trying that took, to think that took, like, that took a turn what i mean what could possibly cause her not to talk to him for yeah. 12 years if she became homeless then yeah. maybe but no she became a big music producer director whichever yeah. and they're in the sort of same circles like you think they would have you're right that is weird at any sort of event you're absolutely right they're in the same circles and i mean but you know her boss who is she looks famous i don't know her though she had the red hair oh oh baby you don't know her i don't know that's what i'm saying i don't know these music people i'm not a music person she's winona judd I don't know when I, I've heard of her. You should know who Winona Judd is. I liked her. I liked her in this movie. The Judds? I've heard the Judds. Yeah. Ashley Judd? Ashley Judd's her sister. Oh, she's an actress. Yeah. I got you. All right. So uh, her boss, Winona Judd, who I just found out about, um, <laughs> you know, she says something along the lines of, you know, basically don't mix personal feelings with business. And I think she kind of takes that to heart in a big way, in a big 12-year way. Um She's a stubborn girl. It goes beyond that. It's it's almost it's creepy. The, it's creepy. It, it bothers me. Uh, so that was the big issue I had of this film. It's a twelve year thing. And also, I'm not sure. I'm very confused because she said that he leaves for L. A. within two weeks, but at another point in the movie, it says within two years. After two years, he goes to L. A. So there was a time when she said two weeks he moves to L. A. And then there was a time when it was like after two years he moves to L. A. So I'm not sure what that is because it's 2010 we're going to dig into this because i have to figure this out because i want to talk to you about this <laughs> so it's 2010 because of the billboard when they have their first date we have young west brown awkward young west brown looking good they go out he gets the job right managing mm-hmm. so 10 years later would be 2020 right so then why do they keep saying 12, 12 years. years right that's what i'm saying that's why i'm confused on so maybe it's not... I don't know where you get 2010. Like, because there's a board right there when they're uh, hanging out on their date, when they're hanging out. So there's some timeline issues. Yeah. We have more issues with this time travel movie than we did with the actual time travel movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, do you, do you I know? didn't notice that. Because I, I, really, I, was, I was really... It was really bothering me, the whole, the whole issue with it. Like, I really want to get the writer in here and talk to them about <laughs> their time travel. Well, what if this movie takes place in 2022? Travel. What if this movie takes place in 2022? Well, my main issue with this movie was that we didn't have a Ghost of Christmas Future. Right, that's my favorite one. But maybe because we're already in the future. That's it, because it takes place in 2022. We are the future. (laughs) We figured it out. We did it. That was it. We we just high fived. Yeah. No, that actually, and again, we're just getting off topic again, but that really bothered me too, is that there was no, I felt a little like, you know, her Winona Judd, Winona Judd, comes out and says, oh, by the way, no goes to Christmas future because you write your own future, you make your own melody or something cheesy like that. Lame. I was super lame. I was like, what? (laughs) What? Come on. I thought she was going to be like, I'm the future. Right, it goes, right. 
So that was a big disappointment. That really bothered me too. Um, so the time discrepancy and Winona Judd saying there's no ghost of Christmas future really made me sad. But other than that, this movie was great. <laughs> okay. Give us some romance. Well, like I said, there wasn't as romance as much romance as I would have liked because I really enjoyed these two characters together. Yeah, they're awesome. I loved their interactions. I thought they had great chemistry. Mm-hmm. And so we get, you know, little flashbacks here, but it's really only like two. We get them when they're little kids. A lot of chemistry was, there. Which was cute. <laughs> That was a cute scene. I thought the little girl actress, I couldn't find her name, but the girl that plays young Vivian. Yeah. I thought she was amazing. Yeah. Like she, I believed. It was her. Everything she was doing. Just like her little mannerisms and like the things like when after her mom leaves and she, her little sister is opening her gift and I don't remember what she says, but she like kind of looks over at her dad and like gives a gives a like a wink or something Mm. i don't know it was just so i was just like wow this little girl she's gonna go places but you're calling it now i'm calling calling it now she was good she was good yeah because i could tell before they even said they were like oh you had to grow up fast and i could tell the little girl she seemed really grown up (laughs) that seemed that seemed bothered me too i mean giant dollhouse for georgia and and a smarties bracelet for (laughs) Come on, Dad. I know. I'm Come like, on. they're like, oh, it's a hard year for the dad because mom left. And I... I don't know. It looked like a Smarties it bracelet. It was a Smarties bracelet. I don't think it was. It I think it was delicious. just a bracelet. No, but... no, it looked delicious. It was definitely a Smarties <laughs> it bracelet. It delicious. But and he's like, I'll make it up to you. But does he ever? No, he doesn't. That's why she has to grow up fast. Yeah. Maybe the dad and just doesn't said, like her. Well... Maybe she's getting back at him, and that's why she sends him away every Christmas. I know. Maybe because she doesn't want to have to deal with that pain of getting a Smarties bracelet every year. And the dad just goes on cruises alone? Super weird, too. He's on a boat. I I think he's on a boat by himself. (laughs) And just a quick technical, that was awful. That whole video call was awful. The green screen behind him, the overlaid footage on top of that. That, to me, was like typical Hallmark, but... Yeah, it was very typical. um, Guys, we like this movie. We do. We do. (laughs) Yeah. I told you, I really like this movie. Yes, we get the flashback with the kids, and that scene is cute, and then we get the one... 2010. 2010, where they go to a little carnival, Mm -hmm. and that's cute. That's all right. I like this. Like I liked the scene. It was cute. They're throwing the the bag toss, and... I thought him in the car was cuter. I was getting some Harry Met Sally vibes from that, when he's like leaning out the window, and he has like his little messed up hair, and he's like calling to her... That was a super cute scene. I'm so proud Thank you. that you can. She's trained me well. She's trained me well. Met Sally. <laughs> yes, I thought that was cute, and I also find it interesting because I'm like, how old was Gavin supposed to be then? Because his voice was cracking a lot. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, is he supposed to be a teenager? But no, because you're saying 2010, so he would have been 20s. 20s. Yeah. Probably 21. Yeah, because they they drink at the the. The bar, so he's at least 21 plus. Yeah, so maybe puberty hit late for him. I don't maybe know. he was just trying. Maybe Wes Brown was like really trying to go for the awkward teenager. It was so good though. I loved it. I but I love. He felt when, younger to me. When he's at the party and the guy comes and he tells him he ha- gets the manager position and his, what? <laughs> his high pitched. A little Joey what? Lawrence right there. Uh, that was, 
I, I laughed out loud. Yeah. I laughed. Wow. And the second time, when we watched it the second time, I laughed out loud too. Yeah. So yeah, we have the chemistry. Right. Uh, but it's very... One-sided. Well, no. I mean, I'm feeling it from both of them. Are you, are you feeling it with that almost kiss back in 2010 where she turns away? Like, Well, I've had some time to think about it. Tell, so, me, about, tell me about what your thought process is. So about. the first time we watched it, I, I thought... That's so stupid. Why would you not kiss him? Clearly, she has feelings for him. Clearly, he has feelings for her. They're right. young. They're at a carnival. It's Christmas. Yeah. He's got a cute little red nose. Mm. And I just thought it was so stupid. But okay. second time, having more time to think, I'm like, okay, I can sense that she wants to. She really wants to, but they just had this talk about, well, not possibly, he says that they're going to work together because he just got, you know, he, well, he thinks he's going to be getting this manager position. He's got this client and he's like, you're going to be the director for her first music video. So she's thinking about work. They've made this clear that she's workaholic. Mm. She's thinking, oh, we're going to be working together as much as I would love to pursue this, she's thinking this might get messy. Right. So I probably shouldn't kiss him since we're going to be working together and I need to focus on my career mm-hmm. and I don't want to ruin anything. Okay. I'll, that sounds good in theory. The problem is that we're still back in 2010 before she becomes a workaholic. It's through her, it's through her boss that she really becomes a workaholic. But she's always been she's, focused on her since right. she's a kid, like Focus focused on, on what she wants to do. On what she loves, which is directing. Yeah. So she's like, and I mean, I, and I sort of was like, okay, I kind of get that, that she doesn't want to mess anything up. Yeah. It was a moment. It was a I mean, I was moment. still disappointed, yeah. <laughs> but I'm trying to think like Vivian, why wouldn't you kiss him? I don't, I just think it was poor writing. I, I just think they didn't know. I just think they wanted to throw an almost kiss there. I don't think it made sense for the character. The only reason I I don't think she likes him is what it comes down to. I don't think she likes him. But she does. She tells the margarine, Marjorie lady <laughs> that there's someone. Someone, yeah. 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 I, again, that's very confusing because that's she tells her and then they don't kiss. It's just very weird. Her character is weird to me because it feels like she's putting him in the friend zone for the last. 20 years of their life. Well, I think it's also... I mean, I think this happens a lot. I never had this experience, but kids that grow up together and they're friends for so long, mm. things get kind of complicated when you get to be a certain age. And oh, so maybe. they're not sure of like, should we cross the friendship threshold? Right. Because then it could ruin the friendship. You've been friends for so long. You try romance. If it doesn't work out... Well, like uh, Dawson, Dawson's Creek. Dawson's yeah. Creek. It makes sense. That makes yeah. Sense. So. Okay. That, all right. That, so you buy that. That does that work better for yeah, you? Yeah. As as a resident romance expert, that does make more sense now. I buy that better. Yeah. I still don't like that she didn't kiss him though. Oh, I didn't like it either. Yeah. It was very heartbreaking because yeah. I was. It was a great scene. Yeah, it would have, and I would have preferred that if it would have happened because then it would have made more sense. Because even in the beginning, we're not sure. We're like, were they exes? Were they yeah. together? I think and, I think they should have kissed there. I agree. Yeah. Yes. So for me, I think the best romantic scene was the end. Yes, I think the kiss at the end, and we'll we'll go into detail about this kiss in the end. 
A kiss at the end. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. <laughs> but also, also when they're making the reef, because reef. 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 Doesn't sound right. Are you sure it's not reef? There's no F in there. When they're making the reef, and. A reef. That's like a thing in the ocean. Coral oh, reef. Why can't I say that word? When anyway. Reef. When they're making a reef, and. <laughs> She, you know, she's guys. Doing... I have never heard him say reef before. When they're... Well, I mean, obviously, I've heard you say it, but I never knew that you put an F in there. I just say it so quick. I'm embarrassed. So, <laughs> when they have, when they're making the, the green circular thing with the ornaments on it, and you know, she's doing hers with like the blue because of work, and he has like cute little things like, oh, work. You're doing it for work, you know, because she's not. It's her day off. And she's like, oh, and hands it to him. That interaction, the way she looks at him and the way that he looks at her was electricity. That, to me, was the most chemistry between... Oh, not, I won't say chemistry. That was the most romantic moment between them where I knew that she liked him. He obviously has liked her. I felt it right there. The rest of it, you know, it's just it's whatever. But that, that moment right there was great. Yeah, they're definitely vibing each other. Right there. And, you know, we've got the flirting. Barely, though. It's not really flirting. No, it's cute. I mean, it could be considered... I mean, they are lifelong friends. So they have this comfort, yeah. um, you know, when he's like, oh, I'm going to take your producer hat. And he, like, jokingly throws it. Mm-hmm. That, that made me laugh, too. Because he's yeah. like, oh still going <laughs> they, I feel like some of the best humor in these movies I always wonder if it's ad-libbed or not yeah if they're just you know going with it and I don't know because I, I, in my mind Wes Brown is a funny guy I don't know him I've I don't know him personally right. obviously but I imagine him to be funny because he can deliver the humor so well well um, it's, it's like Paul Campbell like I imagine Paul Campbell to be a funny guy oh well we know Paul Campbell is a funny guy <laughs> wee bit obsessed but yeah 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 i could see west brown being a funny guy and i'm I'm curious to see how much of these films are ad-libbed and i think that all depends on the director and what they want to be ad-libbed some directors are very like you do it by the book and that's what it is some directors like a very open set where you know the actors kind of can rip off each other and it just depends on the film and and the director itself yeah i'm i think you do have to be well i would imagine you'd have to be pretty funny to pull off a funny role why don't we bring up some technical gems in this film because this film did a lot right it did a lot right for me i guess first of all um technically speaking let's just let's just go down the list here lighting superb it was my favorite kind of lighting which is nice tungsten warm yellow light everywhere i felt like every scene had nice warm yellow lights unless they were outside would you would you say so sure I don't... <laughs> did you notice Did you notice the yellow light? I didn't. I noticed the Christmas lights. The lack of, you mean? I thought home. there was a lot of blue lighting. Yeah. The, so, so you said warm, but like when they're outside... I, I hated the outside. And that's, what, that's one of the things I want to bring up. I hated whenever they were outside because they amped up the blues to make it look colder than it was. Because mm-hmm. obviously they shot this in like, you know, July. So they made it look like winter by upping the blues to make it look wintry. And when you do that to such a degree, it comes off looking very uh, sterile and just not cold. Not good. Not. Yeah, I mean, it does. It does. It works. <laughs> it works. It makes it look like I winter. It was cold. But it just is not a pretty picture, in my opinion. It looks false. It looks fake. And so, whenever they were outside, in particular, when they are outside of the the party venue, 
I was not happy with that. Everything else I thought was fine. When they're at the market, you know, a lot of markets too, and I've noticed in Hallmark this year. But when they're at the market, you know, I thought that was fine. Um, the interior lighting, which I think interior lighting is, is some of the hardest lighting to do well. I mean, you, you put someone outside, it's really easy to shoot someone outside. Really easy. Um, but interior lighting is the most difficult to do, and I thought they did a great job, and I thought it was nice and warm and cozy for most of it, even on the sound stage. And remember, let's go back to Chateau Christmas. Always, let's not. No, let's always let's go, go always go back to Chateau Christmas. The sound stage in there when they're performing, dark, dingy, drab, awful, evil, you know, <laughs> that was Chateau Christmas. This was very cozy. They had their stage. They had their nice little living room set up. It was a great job. So that was lighting for me. Did you, did you notice anything in particular besides lighting, the... Lighting, no. I thought you would have had issues, although I didn't have issues with... And again, I'm not good at figuring out what's green screen or not. Yeah. But sometimes I think it's obvious. Sometimes you think of it's obvious even when it's not. Let's not. Let's not bring but that up. Let's not bring that up. I thought it all worked for this film yeah. and they could get away with... Who knows? Maybe the whole movie was green screen because of the the switching in and out yeah. of the the past and the present and the magic. So it all worked for me. Yeah, I, I think they had a, a lot more leeway with it because there was a, a bit of, like you said, magical element to it. I, I'm apparently I have to be more careful about calling green screen so we don't get more letters from directors. But <laughs> this had a lot of green screen to it. Um, most of it was done okay. Uh, there was some issues with Christmas present where it looked like her and Vivian weren't in the same area together. It was really strange. I don't know if they shot her scenes later. We might have a Mariah Carey situation where she really wasn't there. Remember that for that film? Hmm. So she might not have been there for the shooting. They might have shot her scenes separately. So I thought that was kind of strange. That was really the only time that the green screen bothered me besides the dad. So the dad bothered me and the Christmas present bothered me. Um, in particular, when the two stars were singing and she was lit completely different than Vivian was in the foreground. And that just kind of threw me off. Mm. But no, I mean, like you said, and even like the cheesy little, you know, transitions they would do, you yeah. know, like I was like, oh, I was all for that. I'm not going to harp on that. No, like you said, kooky. Like it was just kind yeah, of like a kooky. crazy... Yeah like weird little magical movie but well, it was it worked yeah and i loved when she opened the the sound stage door and it was the bar that transition was done really well so that's a tricky shot to pull off like they did a lot of neat transitions where she opens doors to go into a whole new place mm -hmm. you know like lion witch in the wardrobe kind of thing and it worked they did a really nice job of that so i i think there was a lot of production value put into this i think everyone did their jobs um you know i think the sound was fine the music was good. I thought the only time that the music seemed a little off was when little Georgia was singing. And we were, we were talking about it during it. Were they playing a tape while the little kid was singing? Or was she supposed to be singing? But I think they were because I think she presses something. Because yeah. if they were trying to say that that was the little girl singing. Lies. It was. Dirty lies. <laughs> yeah, no, no technical qualms for me i was surprised that they actually did film in nashville which i guess is not surprising because it's a nashville christmas right. carol but some of these movies yeah. most of these movies they're filmed in canada and not actually where they're supposed mm -hmm. to be so um i was pleasantly surprised that i saw that they filmed in nashville and charlotte charlotte which is 
near us. Yeah. So shout out Charlotte. Yeah. So we should have been on a, set. We could have gotten on set. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that did bother me technically, and this is so minor, so minor, but when she was filming back in 1984 using her camcorder as a 10-year-old Vivian, in the in the, the camera it said 1920 by 1080p. You're not getting that in 1984. So I thought that was weird. And the only reason I'm harping on that is because they did a lot of other things right. Like her cell phone that she uses in 2010 is an old cell phone. It's a clamshell cell phone. And so, you know, like we, we talk about the little details in these. They got a lot of those right. And so when I see 1920 by 1080p on a camcorder in 1984, I get a little, little miffed. I think you are the only person that noticed that. There's got to be others. Rise up with me. Rise up, people out there. Let me know. I don't want to stereotype, but I don't know that there's a lot of yous out there watching Hallmark. Maybe maybe they are. They just, <laughs> they're in the shadows watching, <laughs> watching late at night. Um, no, but I mean, that's, that's really the only other thing. And also, Hallmark's been doing this a lot lately where they're keeping a lot of the interiors very dark. When the sisters were baking the the peppermint brittle, which comes up a lot in this film, it was very dark in their house. What is peppermint brittle? I've never heard of it. I feel like they're just making it up. I know they talk about it so much. It comes up a lot. She burns it. She's that's like yeah. the one true memory she thinks about of Gavin, and like just peppermint brittle. It sounds awful. I mean, I've had peanut butter brittle, right. which I love. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't sound awful to me because if I like peanut butter brittle. I like peppermint, so I would imagine I would like peppermint brittle. Sounds awful. But I've never had it, I don't think, unless it was called it. something else. I think they're just throwing out weird stuff at us now. We had the, what was it, the, not the Yule Log, but the, uh, what is it, the Bush du Noel. Well, that, that's a real thing. I know, but that came up a lot, too. So they, like, throw out these crazy treats at us every year. Well, the Bush du Noel was in the West Brown movie yeah. last year. There, that's what I'm saying. They, they have treats. They throw curveballs Also, I was... You bring up the wreath scene. The wreath. <laughs> the wreath scene, yeah. What is it? Wreath. The wreath scene. And I'm like, does Wes Brown just really like making wreaths? Because in Check-In to Christmas, they also make wreaths. Oh, they do. In that film, too. That's a which, great movie. That was a great movie. Yeah, that We've takes seen me back. That one. We need to come back and watch some of these old ones. These old ones are classics. We might when this is done... When the new if we're ones not are all done. exhausted from yeah, <laughs> all Christmas if you stuff. guys are still listening and want more, we might oh go back, go back and do some classics. Christmas year, Christmas year all year. Some classics. Okay. We might even do a few Netflix Christmas ones. I've been getting um, I've been getting some messages of people wanting us to do the the twins one again. Yeah, well, we enjoyed it last year, so so we might do some some fresh some fresh ones for you guys. But the interiors. Let's go back to my technical. Because I know everyone listening loves technical. The interior scenes are really dark, and I'm not a huge fan of it. And her house, well, I guess it makes sense that she's not into Christmas. I was going to say, her house really wasn't decorated very well, um, Vivian's. Well, because she's, she's so, so busy. busy. Right, that made sense. But then Gavin gets her to get a tree and helps her decorate. and that. No, Christmas present brought her a tree. No, her and Gavin get a tree. No. He's like, we need to get you a tree. Right, I don't think they do. I think Christmas present brought her a tree. Because remember when she when they when she comes back from the present, and she like touches the tree, she's like, oh, like the tree is still there. And then when her sister asks her about it, she's like, yeah. And she kind of like looks like I'm almost positive Christmas present brought her the tree. Hmm. It's a magic tree. 
I didn't catch that. I assumed her and Gavin got it. I did too. And then he comes over and they too. decorate. Yeah. Because he's like, I heard a little birdie told me you have a tree. Not that, hey, I know you've got a tree because we got one together. When he brings in ornaments. Oh. So that's a magic tree in her home. Well, let's talk about the... Pat? Can we talk about Pat? I was going to say, let's talk about the ghosts. Nice. Because, you know, I love a, a Christmas Carol, Scrooged sort of do you? situation. I do. I didn't know that. Scrooged, have you seen? I love that movie. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen it in years, but... I haven't seen it in a while either. We should watch it. We should watch but, uh, So wait, you're saying that you love A Christmas Carol based off of Scrooge, not the book by Charles Dickens. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, I'm saying I love that. I love all of the things. Oh, all the things. All yes. the Christmas Carol things. Okay, so like the Muppet Christmas Carols, all that stuff. Yes, right. but Scrooge is a favorite. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Bill Murray. Come I know, on. Bill Murray. Come all on. Right. So, so yeah, you want to, let's, let's start with our ghost of Christmas What past. is, what is, well, no, he calls what is Winona Judd? What is Winona Judd? She's, She um, never says what she is. She's just a ghost. Well, she's just like her spirit guide. Okay, sure. So Pat, who is, what does he call it? He calls him, because she's like, are you the ghost of Christmas past? And he's like, well, actually it's called the. Do you remember it? Did you write it down? Oh, I didn't, but I'm going to try to, the, uh. The Christmases that have come before, or something like that. The ghost oh. of the, the no, the spirit of Christmases before, or something like that. It's it's close. It's around there, but it sounded really cool. Did you write it down? No, I did not. It was so quick. <laughs> uh, but he was great. I love Pat. Pat was awesome. He's actually famous. Uh, he's in a duo, I guess is what you call a country duo. duo. Okay. Brooks and Dunn, which I'm sure you've heard of. No. No? Mm -mm. Guys, I don't listen to music. I'm sorry. You don't listen to country. They are one of the biggest country bands Seriously? ever. Yeah. Like Garth Brooks big? Yeah. Wow. I mean, huh. I don't know if anyone's Garth Brooks big, but they are on that level. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I liked him a lot. He's a good actor. You know, a lot of times these, these you know, musicians can't act. Um, I thought he did an awesome job. I believed him. Yeah, he was funny. Even at the end when um, he's like, no, this is the last time I'm seeing you. Vivian, like, she had tears in her eyes. Like, I don't know if you noticed that. It was such a cute scene. Like, I felt such a connection. It there. felt real. Like, she was really just like, like oh. I'm not going to see you again, so I want to give you a hug. Yeah, like, it felt felt great. Like, he was awesome. You know, he had some great lines, just little quips. Like, this movie is funny. And he a lot of it has to do with these sort of randomness situations that they have. Yeah, the script was great, and that's what I'm saying is like I think just like they should put Jesse Schramm in more funny roles. Yeah. I think the roles we've seen her in were a little bit more serious. We've only seen her in one role. Well, I've seen her in two. Okay. She was in another. We this one was great for her. She <laughs> she really shone through. She she pulled it off, and I. I really enjoyed her in this Yeah, film. I did too. Like I said, I didn't, I didn't even think of Country at Heart. That's good. I know. Because <laughs> that movie stays with you. That movie stays with you. We're sorry, Jesse, but we loved you in this yes, movie. This this one was great. Mm -hmm. And so Christmas present, she was she was okay. I mean, I thought, I thought the scene with her when she takes her to see her sister, you know, making out with her secret boyfriend... That was a little awkward and weird. They're just like staring at them, cuddling. Yeah. Kind of odd. This is my thing. I love Kimberly Williams 
she's Kimberly Williams Paisley now. I just think of her as Kimberly Williams. I think of her as Annie and Father of the Bride. Is she a singer? She is not. Okay. But maybe she can sing. She's married to a country singer, Brad Paisley. All right. All right. Um, So I was very excited to see that she was in this movie. Oh, she's the daughter and Father of the Bride. Yes. Okay. Andy Banks. So I was very excited for her to be in this film because she's just very cute. She's very bubbly, very likable. Right. And I was a little, I felt like it wasn't necessary for her to have like the country kind of crazy accent. I didn't really think that was necessary necessary because she's already so cute and likable. Right. And I guess it. they were trying to tie it in with like her Everywhere, coming yeah. after Pat and it's yeah. in Nashville. But that's not her real voice. That's <laughs> I know you don't know that, don't know but that. it was still funny and it was still cute. But I was I was a little shocked that they gave her that kind of like crazy accent. Well, it's, it's funny. It's funny because I've never I don't know what she sounds like, right? So when I heard her speak, I was like, oh, it's fine. Like I, I thought that was her real voice. It wasn't. It didn't yeah, bother me at all. Yeah, she did great with it, but I I don't think it was needed. But didn't bother me i think it fit in with pat i think they were supposed to be sort of like these country you know ghosts and so yeah i get why they did it but it it didn't you didn't like it i didn't love it but i still loved her and i thought she was really great in the yeah. part. so if you had to, if you had to pick one of the ghosts to hang out with i mean who would it be i mean it would be pat yeah i think so yeah he seems like a good time Plus, it's fun to go back in the past. He had funny little sayings. I kept wanting to like write him down, but it was like <laughs> I, could, I was like hard to even like. I was like, "What did he just say?" But it was still funny. Yeah, uh, I would have really liked to hang out again with the Ghost of Christmas Future, but we don't get that because they're <laughs> I guess they're lazy. They ran out of time. I don't know. Very I upset. don't know. I'm still angry about that. That was because I was. I that. know. I was looking at the time. I'm like, well, when are we gonna get Future? Yeah. Because I thought there would be a choice of like, if you go to LA for this job, this is how you're going to end up. Or if you hang out with, you know, Wes Brown, this is how you're going to hang out. And just, we didn't get it. We didn't get it. You know, one of the things that I always talk about is snow in these films. Snow was fine. It wasn't that soapy foam. There was a scene with Miss Maisel, Cookie Woman, when they're walking outside. And Marjorie. Yeah, I like Miss Maisel. And there's like <laughs> literally... There's literally like a carpet. Like they rolled out like a carpet of snow. And so when they're walking on it, you see the carpet like indent down. And so I thought that was a little wonky. When they're outside later on though, it was really nice. They had like little snow flurries coming out. I thought that was done really well. I think they should add a little bit more snow flurries to these scenes to make them a little bit more believable. It's just the right amount of flurry. It looked really cozy. I didn't even notice. I just saw white around them. <laughs> um, white and blue. So, in your opinion, what's worse, soapy or carpet, as you say? Soapy. I hate soapy. <laughs> I hate it because you walk through it and it just it looks awful. Uh, give me carpet any day. I hate soapy, one hundred percent. Just looks like they're in a big old kitchen sink. No, it for real, it does. <laughs> it really does. It's awful. Ah, you know. Speaking of Ghost of the Christmas Present, you know, I like that line that she says. Because at the end, you know, Vivian says, you know, I get it. I'm an awful person. I work too much. I push people aside. I get it. Like, I need to go find this person, right? And then the ghost of Christmas present says, the lesson isn't that you're a lousy person. You needed to see how wonderful you are. And I thought that was really great because usually, like, with the, the Scrooge and everything, it's that Scrooge is an awful person. Mm-hmm. He's, an, he's always an awful person. Um, and so I thought that was a nice little spin. I actually really enjoyed that little twist there is that it's not that she's 
an evil person or that she's, you know, this, this bad person. It's just that she sort of needs to be shown how great she still is and to be reminded of that. I thought it was a neat twist. I don't know if you, what do you thought about that? Yeah, I never even thought of her as being an awful person. Right. Like, she just works a lot, and her job's important to her. Right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, she's not really bad, except for the, the whole cookies thing was kind of weird on set. Oh, well, I have that in my notes. So that's a weird thing for me, because they're trying to talk about how she's not good at compromising, and the sister is like, so if I were to change the measurements, I don't remember what, if I would put three-fourths cup instead of a half cup, yeah. would... And she's like, well, that's not the directions. And then the sister's like, oh, see, you can't compromise. But I'm like, no, you can't compromise when it comes to baking right. because it needs to be specific. So that was a bad example. That was a bad example. Um, but I was talking about the cookies on set. Oh, but, well, my mind went to that scene because I was like, no, you can't compromise <laughs> when it comes to baking. Especially for, for peppermint brittle. Peppermint yeah. brittle is a very precise <laughs> so measurement. Specific. So specific. Uh, no, that was really weird because I, you know, as a, as a cook too, you know, it's like, no, you have to be very precise. Well, especially with baking. Oh yeah. You can't just yeah. throw things around. But on the set, when they had those cookies. Ah, uh, yes. And then she just loses it. Real cookies on set? Are you <laughs> mad? How dare you? Oh my God. That like, scene was weird because yes, I think they were trying to show, it just seemed out of the blue. Yeah. She didn't really seem like a terrible person. And then all of a sudden she's like. Do I have to do everything? Yeah. And they're like, um... Yeah. And, you know, again, we, we talk a lot about our supporting actors in this. Supporting actors were great in this. Yeah, I thought the sister relationship was really... Dad was okay. Sweet. I don't know. Yeah. And the whole, the whole West Brown dad thing was a little... I didn't care. That why was kind of left field. Like, why... Why do we need this? Like, they just kind of threw that scene in there. And I'm, I'm thinking... Who wouldn't be proud of their son? He's like rich, this rich man. Well, he only has one <laughs> one person to manage. But his person that he manages yeah. is like, I mean, so you're like giving the example that she's like the Taylor Swift. Yeah. So, I mean, whoever Taylor Swift's manager is, I'm sure their dad is proud of them. Well, do you think my dad would know who Taylor Swift was compared to like anyone else? No. I mean, the dad's not But they know. were trying to say like, oh, well, because there's that scene where he's like, well, you wouldn't know what having calluses on your hands is yeah. like because you work in the music business. <laughs> but you can still work in the music business and do woodworking and play. To me, people in the music business would have calluses because they're probably playing guitars well, and you build up calluses. From, I like that. I think yeah. that's great. You know, what I think they should have done, cut out the whole Wes Brown dad scene, give us a ghost of Christmas future, bam. Wham, we're done you know because yeah. i just it was awkward it was weird didn't make a lot of sense for me i didn't care i forgot about his dad like they show his parents very yeah, briefly, in the very beginning and then never again and they're and in a dark kinda, well, they're in a dark kitchen again <laughs> it's not lit they're in a dark kitchen who's in a dark kitchen he kind of brings it up to her like in conversation mm. you know my dad's not a good listener uh but then all of a sudden they just kind of throw that in at the end yeah, and very then they show up and I'm proud of you, son. Yeah, handshake. Handshake with my calloused hand. <laughs> Didn't make a lot of sense. Leave it out next time. Give us a ghost of Christmas future. Also, I, I think that her boss coming in the day before the production being like, oh, by the way, I'm changing everything. You know, we're going to get rid of your opening act. Like, it's just odd. Didn't make a lot of sense. Well, I mean, that might happen. That's true. It might happen. It just sucked. 
You know, that does happen because we're, you know, you're absolutely right. Because, you know, working in corporate America, there were last minute changes like the day before we had a big, big production to do. There were last changes before that happened that we had to like scramble to make happen. So you're right. I take that back. That yeah. did make sense. That seemed very corporate I mean, Hallmark also was just trying to throw in as much conflict for you as they could. So we had the 12 long mm. year conflict and then they finally reconnect and then God, we're going to throw that. in more conflict. That is the longest conflict they've done. <laughs> the, I'm not answering the cell phone for 12 years. Oh my God. They didn't have any cheesy cell phone stuff in this one. Nope, no cheesy so cell phone you... stuff. And like I said, when they did have a cell phone, it was time specific. So 2010 yeah. cell phone. There wasn't any stupid conflict between them. They handled it well. Even when she told um, Belinda, you know, before uh, he could, they handled it like adults. Yeah. That was I thought, great. I thought they were going to make a bigger thing out nope. of it, but they it was, didn't. I mean, we keep going back to Christmas sweater, which <laughs> I think this tops the chart for me as the worst conflict we've seen was Christmas sweater. Oh, not the, the twelve-year-long conflict between no, because we don't Gavin really see and Vivian. We don't really see it. We don't. We don't really experience it. That's like pre. But I'm saying, like, in the movie, classic conflict, I think Sweater is probably our worst one so far. Yeah, Maggie, she could yeah, have done better. She could have done better. So, no, they handled it well. They, they talked it out. It wasn't really an issue. Um, and then we, you know, obviously she, she sees them sing together. You know, I, I thought it was funny when Belinda was like, well, you just took my job. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> that, that did make me laugh. When she was talking to, like, the younger singer, you know. Because she's like, like, how'd you know where to find me? Well, I wasn't looking for you. <laughs> I, I don't really this like it, kid. just a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, I like, I, I like their relationship. I thought they did a nice job together. You know, when you have the, the older singer who's been in the industry for 12 years coming up with, you know, the young, the young upstart, I guess, who really doesn't, seems like a nice girl, too, so... Yeah, and they sounded really good together. Yeah, sounded great. So I thought that was good. And then we come to our big production that we've been waiting for. We're told that it's not, you know, a live production because I guess they can't get people in the audience. Makes sense. Um, COVID. COVID. (laughs) But weird to see them only do two songs and they don't have like a stage scene change or anything. I I thought there would have been more to it. I was a little disappointed. Yeah, I thought it was a show. Yeah. They could have... Maybe there's more to it we don't see. Well, no, because they show the first song. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, now let's go to the second. And then they sing the second. And they're like, that's it. It was great. Yeah. So they... So 12 months for this? For five minutes? I mean, maybe people weren't paying attention and they just assumed that there was a bunch of stuff that happened. But no, they go right into the second one. I think they do do like an outfit change maybe. But then that's it. No, they don't. So there, no music special just has two songs, and then that's. I it. like to think there was more to it. Maybe they they cut it before. There has to be more to it. There has to be more to this. I hope so. All of that hard work. I know. All like they didn't even change the scene. And then you know, I was as I was watching this, I was like, all right, this movie's about to wrap up. Where are they going to do the kiss? What's that going to look like? Yeah, they were just like, oh, romance. You guys want that? Well. Oh. No. <laughs> We have the mistletoe on the seas stand, which I thought was really cute. Which Gavin is just like, uh, little miss, can you just get out of here? I got, uh, <laughs> got, got some kissing to do. Got and do they kiss? Boy, howdy do they kiss. Man. That was some kissing. Well, you know what? That's 12, it's that's 12 a- years. No, that's, longer, that's like 32 years of not kissing that is wrapped up right there. 32 years. Well, it's been a minute. Yeah. But I got some frisons. You got some frisons? I got some frisons. Wow. For that kiss. Yeah. 
Gavin looks at her and I was I was starting to feel the electricity. I knew it was coming <laughs> when, you know, they're looking at each other after it's over or maybe it's like in the middle of the performance and the, uh, the second song. Yeah. Uh, and then he says something like, oh, these past few days, you know, you've been... Uh, I've seen, I forget the exact line. And she's like, oh, that I'm different. You think I've been different? And he's like, no, you've been the person I always remembered. Yeah, that was a good line. Good line. And that was really sweet. Mm-hmm. So I was I was gearing up for it. I was like, this is, this is going to be good. <laughs> and they delivered because... She shows him the little tape of the of him saying, I, I hope we're best friends forever. He's like, oh, I'm, you know, I guess I'm going to have to fall in love with my best friend. Uh, <laughs> that got me. Yeah. I felt it. And then that kiss. Mm. That kiss was something. That's it, was, it. it was sexy. That, was my it was, t- that's not, that might be my top three kisses so far. This was like, so like Sweet Autumn is like, top tier and then this Sweet is Autumn was like, almost too much <laughs> so Sweet Autumn is top tier and then this one I'm, this this one might be number two what about the twelfth date when she grabs him oh that one yeah we should just have a recap of all the kisses and watch them in a row I'm, I think I like this one better than twelfth date I'm so sorry to say it it was good it was really good. It's, it, my, it's my top three. This, I mean, this, I got the chill. Like, yeah. I got goosebumps. I felt it. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. That was great. So, there are a lot of kisses that are sweet, and I love them, and they're great, but not all of them. Passion. Give me. The frisons. The frisons. So, I got them. It's been a minute, but I got them for this movie. <laughs> Who would have thunk? But I did, and well, now I we, loved it. Well, I'm glad you loved it. But now we don't know what's going to happen. Like, is he still out in L.A.? She's going to commute to L.A.? There's a lot of unanswered questions about their arrangement. I'm sure they'll work it out. Yeah, they didn't... Uh, well, I mean, she is going to be flying back and forth. Yeah. So that was a little weird, too, because you would ha- I don't think people have to move to the place where they're just, like, producing, producing a, a show. show. Yeah. You can, so, you can rent an Airbnb for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so a few little things. But again, this weird, this movie is a little weird, a little kooky, like we've been saying. So I, but I'll, we were here for it. We were here for it. We'll allow them little stuff like that. And that was A Nashville Christmas Carol. Not to be confused with A Christmas at Graceland or A Christmas at Graceland no 2. No Or A Wedding at Graceland. Not to be confused with any of those Tennessee movies. This was an entirely different one starring Wes Brown, who was in two out of three of those movies. Yeah. Great. It was great. Uh, like I said, I, w- I would probably watch this again. It, there's enough humor in it and enough, you know, funny, fun moments for me that I would watch it again and really no technical issues that, you know, make me cringe. So, yeah, I really, and I'm, you know, I'm sure Hallmark, the whole channel is listening to this. So I say to you, yeah. put Jesse Schramm in more humorous movies like yeah. this and I will watch them. I just, I mean, it, she it was great. Yeah. She was great. Especially with Wes Brown. So hopefully we'll see more of them together. And hopefully we'll see more movies like this. More fun, cute movies like this. Have the funny. Love the funny. Yes. They just make us laugh and feel good. Yep. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back with more. What is, what is our next one? Uh, Christmas House. Christmas House. We'll be back at Christmas House. Looks good. 
Yeah, I'm excited about it. It's giving me some like uh, Family Stone vibes, yeah. maybe. I haven't been liking the lighting in this one, so we'll we'll see. From the preview. From the previews, I've not <laughs> been I've not been big on it, so eh, we'll see how it goes. We got that coming up, and then we're really looking forward to. As you guys know, we're big Paul Campbell fans, and we've got his uh, written debut coming up. When it's on Thanksgiving, isn't it? Thanksgiving. It is. Oh, prime time. Yeah. Prime time. That's gonna be great. So we're basically gonna. Just eat Thanksgiving meal, right? Take a nap and then wake up to Paul Campbell. That's the plan. That's the plan. <laughs> He's going to be in our home just there with some pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie for dessert. So thank you guys so much for listening. Really appreciate your support. Uh, love all the questions and comments. Keep them coming. And yeah, you guys are awesome. Thank you. Thanks, guys.